Talking with Topher, episode 19. It is Wednesday, August 12th. August 12th. And it is another hot summer day out there. It's beautiful. Loving it. Um, oh, remember, if you enjoy the videos, hit the like button. If you love the videos, hit the subscribe button. And uh, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So I've got a story for you today. My story uh, is uh, about my very first DUI. So uh, according to the paperwork that I have here from the DMV, um, it was on... November 1st, 1999. So I was almost 20. And uh, yeah, so I got my first DUE when I was under the age of 20. It's not, you, you don't want to get a DUI in the first place, but you definitely don't want to be getting them uh, under the age of uh, 21. So uh, I ended up having to go to counseling, um, all kinds of other stuff. But it it basically started when I was at a party with a couple of my friends. Um, and uh, I was actually talking with one of them the other day because he married my sister. And he was going over a few details that I had forgotten, like... He was in the car and I guess two other people were in the car with us. One of them I remembered, but it was the only one that I remembered. So he put a little bit of clarification on it of to who was there and kind of more towards the time, which is why I was thinking about this. And I was like, oh, man, I think this would be. Yeah, you know, so. We're driving home and of course I insisted on driving uh, plus it was my car and uh, we get pulled over and I don't have any locations of where I was at the time um, that this happened but um, truthfully I barely remembered uh, most of this story so it kind of got filled in for me um, but we left the we left the party. I was driving. Um, I guess I was either speeding, which was very common for me, or I probably like, you know, went over the double yellow or something like that. Definitely, obviously, something triggered the cop to pull me over. So, pulls me over, pull us out of the car. Uh, they found open container. Uh, I had like a, I don't know, it was like a 30 rack in the trunk. Um, so they found all that. Uh, they arrested me. Um, and then they asked my friend if he could drive. He said no. Um, they were waiting to be picked up. I was taken away in the cop car. Uh, they had to tow my car. And, uh, of course, you know, you got to go and get it out of impound after my parents had to show up to the police station, which was pretty, uh, 
Well, I wouldn't say normal, but it almost feels like I made it normal for them uh, to pick me up at the police station. Happened quite a bit. After that, I then, um, you know, you you go through the process, uh, fingerprints, lockup, drunk tank, whatever they threw me in. I can't quite remember. Um, And then, you know, they come and pick me up and we have to go through the whole uh, court issue, uh, finding out what uh, they're going to, you know, hit me with, what fines I'll have to pay. Um, and you know, how long I'm going to lose my license. So when they originally hit me up with the, uh, DUI, they always add on things. Um, so they say you have a DUI suspension of 90 days, which is what I got from my first DUI. I'm not sure if the laws are the same now, excuse me. Um, but it was 90 day suspension and then uh, it came with, uh, you know, uh, you, you gotta, um, I gotta pay my court fees and then I have to go to, uh, counseling programs. Um, let's see what it says here. Exactly. All right. So Oh, this is boring, huh? Just watching me flip through pages. Think I'd have this prepared. I did. I tried. I tried. I just, I don't know. I was, uh, as I'm talking, I forget things. So I have to go back to what I was doing. So, yeah. So I got suspended. I got an SR-22. Um, and I had to pay my court fees. It was a restoration fee for restoring my license. Um, and then, guilty, that's obvious, 90 day sentence, fine 350, and then, um, yeah, yeah, so that's, I guess that was it. I, I know there was some counseling or something in there at one point, um, but that isn't, that, that, could be my second one, uh, but that's another story. Um, so yeah, I had to do all this stuff, and when you have to do counseling or uh, therapy or anything that's court issued, um, if they can't see you within that ninety days, like say you got twelve sessions you have to do, but you couldn't find the person, uh, you didn't find somebody to get the counseling session started until after 30 days. But the 12 sessions will take you probably 60 or 70 days, uh, probably 70, 80 days to get done. So now you've pushed yourself another month or two. Um, Maybe you have to cancel something. Life happens all the time. People make appointments and then have to cancel them. Therapy is no different. Uh, So all those things go on and so a 90 day suspension turned into five months and 11 days i ended up getting my license restored uh for uh 412 <clears throat> excuse me 412 uh 2000 um so right let me make sure i got that right yeah 2000 412 2000 so yeah so this is this is what happens when obviously you do things you're not supposed to 
Um, when you drink and drive, there's consequences. And for me personally, every time I got consequences, they would always, uh, well, instead of 90 days, I did five months, you know, um, you know, my second DUI, uh, that one was supposed to be shit. Went an extra year. So it was supposed to be five years and I ended up you know, six. So it just for me, everything kind of takes a little bit longer. Um, could be the way I do things. Could be the people I've hired in the past. Uh, I mean, I had a counselor completely disappear on me one time. So, I mean, shit like that happens and you have to be prepared for that. Uh, the struggle is hard. Um, dealing with these consequences sucks. Uh, having no license for any amount of time is a pain in the ass to everybody around you. Um, so these are just things that I have dealt with, learned, um, over time and, you know, getting a DUE when you're 19 is not exactly, uh, an ideal situation. So I don't recommend it. I don't recommend repeating anything that I, uh, speak of on this podcast, I, I, I'm only giving these stories and telling, telling my side of things because I want people to not uh, repeat these uh, silly actions I've done in my past. And I'm not afraid to put them out there. I mean, they are public documented. So, I mean, you can just probably type in my name and look it up. Um, but these are things that I've done. This is, this is where my past has led me. And uh, yeah, I'm on a better road now. Um, but it's still, it's still a tough road sometimes, uh, day to day is how I take it. And I think that's the best way to look at it. I've learned not to look at things in a wider spectrum than that, at least when it comes to me not drinking and dealing with my alcoholism. Obviously when I think of other things, you know, I'm thinking more into the future, you know, I'm redoing this, this podcast room and it should be done by October. You know what I mean? So those things I still think of like that, but as for me dealing with my alcoholism, that is a day to day situation because you can't, uh, yeah, you want to celebrate your months. You want to celebrate your years. And I'm not against that. I think it's great to celebrate time that you have um, stayed away from whatever poison is yours. You know what I mean? Those times are important. They should be celebrated. Um, but when it, once you've done the year or the month, you're not, I'm not personally thinking of the next month. I'm thinking of just the next day. And when I get to the next month, then I celebrate that month. But you, you, you gotta, you, I still take it day by day. And um, that's, that's uh, what I've learned a lot um, with uh, the decisions and stuff that I've made in the past. I um, look back on this and um, I'm reflecting and I'm learning from myself uh, almost again because with these police reports and the driving records, um, it is wild because I don't remember half of it. Um, and that's, that's just the sad truth right there is that I don't remember half of these stories when my brother-in-law was filling me in on 
bits and pieces of the story I just told you, which, you know, uh, I still, it's still broken memory, but it, it made a few things kind of click. And uh, after going through and just kind of looking at the driving record, I got a l- little bit better feel of what happened uh, during that incident. So, excuse me. It's just one of those things, man. You don't want to be drinking and driving, um, you know. And if you're if you're doing things when you're underage, well, I mean, we all did it. I'm no different than you. I started smoking cigarettes when I was nine. I started drinking alcohol when I was about 12, and then pot when I was 14. And so we all do this. You're no different than anybody else. And just like I'm no different than anybody else, we all experiment. But it's what you do with those experiments and, 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 and how you, um, you know, how you use it. You know, if you use it like I did, which is drinking all the time, drugging all the time, you're eventually going to get in some type of trouble. And if you don't, well, then count your blessings, you know, and probably don't push the envelope too much further because unfortunately those things catch up with you. Um, They catch up with everybody, I feel. Um, I mean, they all caught up with me. So from my personal experiences, everything catches up with you in time. So that's how I got my first DUE when I was uh, 19. Today, with Corona, you need hand sanitizer. And I am telling you right now, you don't want any hand sanitizer. You need Natural Boss. Best hand sanitizer I've ever used. It moisturizes, it doesn't leave your hands sticky, and it smells great. All around phenomenal product. And you can find it at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. And get your hand sanitizer today. It is available. It is affordable. And it works. It's not one of those hand sanitizers that's made it on the no-no list. So you need to get yours today. I'm telling you, I use this stuff all the time. I love it. My hands never stick to my steering wheel. They always feel nice and moisturized after I use it. And it is just a great product. So go to naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. And get your hand sanitizer today. Let's kill that corona. Talking about... uh, Driving in general and DUEs, this has nothing to do with getting a DUE, but I want to know what happened on the roads because before quarantine, don't get me wrong, you could drive around, you had your issues, you had people who wouldn't let you in, you had all kinds of crazy stuff going on, but I swear that the amount of people now that do not pay attention to uh, stop signs, stop lights, uh, speed limits. They, they, do they exist still? Because I see the sign. I, I try to go with the traffic and I catch myself doing almost 90 miles an hour some morning because I'm just keeping up with the guy in front of me. And then I look down and I'm like, oh my God, why are we doing 90? 
Um, so I, I, I've found myself paying a little bit more attention to my speed, uh, using the cruise control, and uh, you know this the the new legacy. Even though it's a four cylinder, it has got way more pep than the Outback did. So when the Outback would get up to speed, I could kind of tell when I was pushing out 80 in the Outback. Not in this Legacy. This thing, smooth as butter, and it was just, it was uh, cruising. So uh, I'm paying more attention to my speed, keeping myself where I need to be. But I swear, even going 80, 90 miles an hour sometimes, you would still have people almost like tailgating me. And, and pushing me out of the way so that they could go ahead of me. And I was just like, this is, this is fucking crazy. I don't understand what happened out here. But I don't know. I'm just, uh, I, I just wanted to throw it out there. I think it's crazy on the roads right now. Um, and I think it's like the worst it's ever been. It's just insane. Nobody, everybody's in a rush to go nowhere. And I feel like it's more now than it was before all this happened. So, anyways, so it's just my two cents on that. I just, I thought it was crazy and, you know, had some shit happen on the highway this week that I just had me question, like, what is, what is going on? Why is everybody driving like they're running away from this virus in their car? Like, it can't catch up to you. If you stop your vehicle at a stop sign, it's not going to, like, creep in your window. So, I don't know what everybody's, like, in a rush for, but... I understand being late, but even being late and rushing, uh, I've learned, and this is after multiple speeding tickets, years of driving record bullshit, and at the end of the day, if you go uh, 100 miles an hour because you're however many minutes late, you still can't shave off the amount of minutes. Um that you need to make it on time. So why are you risking your life and somebody else's life uh, to get there quicker? And this is just my thoughts. This is how I think now. And I'm just like, okay, so if I'm late, I'm late. If I leave the house at a specific time and I look at Google Maps now, like I'll put my little destination in the Google Maps, I'll hit the thing, and it'll tell me if there's an accident. And if there's an accident, I know to leave the house a little bit earlier. So, realistically, uh, through my eyes, there's no reason to ever really be late because of traffic or anything else. Unless, of course, there's an accident and you're, you're at the beginning of the accident and it's just really bad. I mean, you can't predict that. But if it's already happened or there's road work that's already going on... You can literally look that up on Google Maps and you can press a little thingy and it'll change a different route. It might be a little bit longer, but now there's no construction, you know, and hopefully there's no accident when you are taking that route. But I just, um, I just don't understand what is going on on the roads. It is crazy out there. Oh, I just use caution um, and, and, and watch out. That's, that's, that's what I got. Are you looking for a new vape shop? All right. Well, good. Come on down. 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, in between Home Depot and Smoke Rings, and come check out New Hampshire Vape Gallery. That's right. We have got everything. We are a true, true vape shop. I've got 
hundreds of different flavors of juice. I've got disposables. I've got all your tanks and all your mods. We've got batteries. We've got accessories. We've got tank glass. So come on down to New Hampshire Vape Gallery and check us out. You can give us a call, 603-814-4171. We're open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m. And again, you can find us at 180 Lafayette Road in between Home Depot and Smoke Rings. And looking forward to seeing you there. Last week, last week, I definitely, um, you know, I was in a different state of mind when I was doing this last week. And I showed... A little bit of uh, I don't know maybe maybe vulnerability I believe um, because you know I had some uh, you know I had some things on my mind stuff with the house um, you know just life life in general took over and it put me in a little bit of a a funk and uh, I I I definitely heard heard a few things and you know people could tell and. You know that's that's what this is about. I'm I'm putting everything that I have out here, and I'm showing you that we're not alone. Everybody is in this together. We're all on a different path because we all have different uh, ideas, and we all enjoy different things. So we're all different. We're all taking different routes and we're doing things however we are comfortable with doing them. But at the end of the day, we are all doing the same thing. You know, we're all waking up in the morning. We're all putting our clothes on. I don't know if we're all going to work anymore, but I know we're all getting up. We're all trying to do our thing. We're all trying to make it through the day. And that's, I'm, I'm here to tell you, um, you know, kind of how I get through things and what I do to, um, you know, make it through this chaotic time and, uh, deal with all this crap that's been handed to us. Um, you know, so I'm kind of glad, uh, that I, that I was a little bit, um, in a funk that day because when I, you know, watched it back and listened to it myself, uh, and not for um, narcissistic reasons, but for editing reasons. Um, it really, it really showed. And, um, you know, uh, I had a couple uh, people point it out and I, I was, I really liked the response because when they pointed it out, they were happy that they could see it. Um, they were like, uh, that's why I like this. That's why I enjoy listening to you. And um, I just, I, I want you to know that, you know, um, this isn't a perfect picture. And I'm not trying to paint one. This is a work in progress. It's been a tough time. But most of the tough times, I did them to myself. You know, um, I'm the one that drank and got in the car and drove. I'm the one that. Uh, you know, speeded, uh, I was speeding on the highways and I'm getting tickets and losing my license because of that. I'm the one that put, you know, basically put myself in jail. I, I probably shouldn't have been drinking and resisting arrest. So all the things and all the trouble that I had in my life at the time that it happened, I did not think it was my fault. I did not think I was the problem. 
And that's the problem. That was that's the biggest problem is being able to look at that bullshit and realize that everything going on if you're the common denominator then you're probably the issue and that is the hardest thing to face to sit there and look at yourself and be like this is this is your fault you're here because of your your own actions you did this to yourself and i have to say that 99% of the trouble that i got into whether it was stealing driving didn't matter when it came down to it at the end it was always basically self-inflicted and i just hope that me speaking of this stuff putting it out there and you know uh showing you that you can pick yourself up you can take care of uh things you can get better but you also have to have strong uh people around you um you know i i don't think there's one person in my life when my life was going really bad that i associate with anymore and that is not a bad thing so sometimes like i said before you have to clean you have to clean up you have to get shit out of your life in order for you to move forward and better yourself and that's what I'm trying to show everybody I'm trying to show everybody that I <clears throat> I can I can do it too and I am doing it and I know there's other people out there that are doing what I'm doing and they've been doing it for longer and I enjoy talking to those people and um you know when I get this podcast room finished. I got a really good idea for it and I think I'm going to be able to start doing some interviews and stuff. So I'm 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 excited. That's going to be, you know, way further down the road, at least a couple months, but I'm very excited. Uh this thing is moving uh forward. It's moving quickly. Um I I appreciate all my fans and Ireland, Mexico, and the United States. Guys, this is something really cool. So, I'm I'm so uh so happy, all right? And I just wanted I want you guys to know that. This this thing is growing because of you. Um I mean, I am I w- I was excited to get this started. And nervous all at the same time and it has just been uh, a, a great great adventure and I am looking forward to um, making it grow uh, I'm looking forward to the change-ups and all the upgrades that will come with this um, and I, I just thank all of you out there for listening watching and I hope you have a great weekend. I'm going to keep this one short. Uh kind of ran out of time today. I had a few things I had to get done before I got in here. So, but I want you all to know. I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for the support. And remember, if you enjoy the videos, hit the like button. 
If you love the video, hit the uh, subscribe button. And as always, tell a friend. Word of mouth is everything. You guys help float this thing. So I appreciate you. I'll talk to you later. <laughs>